Um, okay, I'm not sure I want to have video. So, hello, goodbye. <laughs> um, but thank you for listening. For her desires to listen, who does listen? If you don't listen, that's okay too. Um, okay, so I want to talk about um, suction, and I want. I was thinking about it as a symbol of lack, uh, as an image for lack. Because as we've been talking about a lot in the philosophy of glimpses, um, a lack is a nothing that does something to you. Um, that's something that I kind of gathered from from all of the wonderful insights uh, from Daniel, Thomas, and, and Javier. And um, really, the suction imagery came when I was listening to um, Beauty as a Lack from Javier Rivera. Um, so go go and listen to that. It's, it's in the um, playlist for Philosophy of Glimpses. It's also on his own channel. Um, and and really that, that, because I was sort of dumbfounded at first with this idea of beauty as lack, because it was just kind of, you know, there's something sort of strange almost about that. Like how can something that we can kind of recognize as beautiful be a lack? Um, but, me being a very visual person, when I started to think about it in terms of, um, you know, a suction, a suction cup, really that that shape, it 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 made a lot more sense to me. And of course, all the great things, all of the things, like beauty, like truth and goodness, these things that really are, um, really kind of point to something uh, bigger than ourselves, something great greater than ourselves but also that really kind of help us to remember our own greatness or to sort of rise us up to that greatness you know that that's what it means that it's a lack because it's something you experience but feel a pull right feel a a draw toward and so so that's where the that's where the image first came up for me and and it was you know the talk that, that Javier does really gets into this idea of, you know, possessing beauty uh, versus being, you know, possession versus responsibility um, regarding regarding beauty. And um, it's it's interesting because because he talks about how the at, at, there's actually kind of a reversal. You know, at first you want to if you try to possess the beauty, you you want to hold hold it, have and hold it. Um, but but in the end, if you are able to not, not um, put, you know, grip it really and, and really let go, um, you can be carried in a sense by, by the beauty, right? You get to kind of go where it goes and then it has you in, in, in a sense, you know, it holds you and, um, you know, again, it's the same word, so it can be, feel a little confusing, but it almost is like a lowercase h hold, which would be like the gripping versus like an uppercase h hold, which is the, the, the carry, right, being carried by it. And so, so, and that makes a lot of sense, too, with, with the idea of the suction, because something that, you know, the whole idea of suction is that it draws in, it carries um, and yet it doesn't really have hands per se, right? It's really just sort of a motion. And if we think about a suction cup itself, 
it doesn't actually have any mechanism or like I want to say there's nothing there's nothing electrical to it right you don't plug in like a suction cup um though I mean I'm sure such things kind of exist but the, the point is is that it's merely the shape right it's like somehow in the form itself it is able to do the pulling and um I think that that's that's very fascinating that just in and of its own form it has the void it has that that vacuous space in there right that that then actually does the that then can kind of like compel or pull um pull, pull a person in as a metaphor right pull a person into into the beauty um now maybe this could be uncomfortable i mean if anyone has ever had like you know suction cups could also be associated with feeling like something is stuck on you or or that you're stuck in something um but the the great thing with beauty goodness truth and these these um these like transcendental not transcendental wow um transcendent thank you that's the word michelle um transcendent um i don't know what to, these things that are just you know, that, that make us feel, right? The nothing that makes us feel something, which is the lack. Um, so it's something there, but it's something more than just what is there, right? It's something there and beyond, if you want. It's like that, that and beyond, but like beauty and beyond. And, um, and so the thing is that the suction of that does not really have an end, you know? It's not like, you know, oh, now I'm just in like this, <laughs> like there's a suction cup on my head and now I'm, you know, just sort of feel uncomfortable, <laughs> you know, it's, so, you know, the imagery is maybe a little bit wonky in that regard, but, but I think that the, the concept of the motion that, that happens with, with the suction is what, is really what I'm, I'm going for, and why I think that image came to mind in hearing of, of the idea of beauty as lack, um, I guess, well, I guess I'm just going to yawn a lot here, um, <laughs> Um, it is it is late, I suppose. But anyways, um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was suction. Oh, right. I mean, the other idea is that, you know, there's always going to be some sort of like suck going on. If you know, I don't use mean to use that very colloquial word, but it's true that things cannot be so great when you don't actually just let yourself be drawn or carried. Right. It's like because we we in a sense have some limitations which which is not necessarily bad because <laughs> that is that gets into like what um javier was talking about in daniel 2 with um oh goodness permanities yeah in the finite concept you know maybe it's not so bad to be finite because there's something complete about about humanity right but, but there is something that is also complete, which can be like limited. So our sec, our section, if you will, is is limited in the metaphorical sense, whereas a section toward beauty, because it is outside of ourself and ourselves, and it is it is something that um, really does seem to connect with something that is, you know, perhaps it's just that it's not tangible in 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 a particular sense. So it's not really uh, measurable. So maybe it has some end, but it seems to go on for a very long time. So 
the, you know, there's the, the suck of us trying to possess, which usually does end up suck. You know, it sucks away your energy and your um, ability to just function well. I mean, I think about this in previous, you know, romantic relationships where I, I really just, you know, I had some sort of feeling of possession over that, not really the person per se, but, but in a sense, the relationship, you know, being with the person. Um, Maybe like how, how many yawns Michelle has. <laughs> that will determine how like late it is. Um, but anyways, yeah. So it, it's at least for me with with when I would have a spirit of possession. Um, it's it's so interesting. It's almost like you are like maybe there's always like a reversal happening when you want to possess something. You get possessed by it in like you know, almost how that word would usually be associated with, with like demonic things, spirits and things like that. And maybe that seems too far and it probably is, but, but the point is, is that when, when one tries to possess things, there is a, it, it does drain you in a way and it drains, it can drain the other person a lot too, because a lot of times there can be a lot of control in that, a lot of fear about losing that, um, you know, and I know like for me, when, when, some relationships would end, I would be like, you know, I don't even, I don't know, like, why would I like live anymore? And just, you know, which was very extreme, but it's, it's sometimes how one can feel in their heartache, right? In their, in their devastation of, of lost love, there's kind of a hopelessness to that. And um, that's what I mean by the suck, right? There's still some sort of draining happening or suction, um, but it's a, there's something very, how is it terminal about it? You know, there's some, some type of end point to that, that um, because maybe if we take it into our own hands, it's just, it's like a more, a complete act of suck, right? Versus a sort of endless continual suction of, um, of the, 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 the out of your hands type of beauty, right? Or the out of your hands type of love, um, so to, to get back really quick to the, the shape of a suction cup, what I, what I love too about the shape of a suction cup is that it has three parts to it, essentially. Um, you know, the t if you're looking at it from a side perspective, um, it has like the top, you know, the bottom and the side, the, the, the main point, sorry, the, like the center of it, right? If you're looking at it from the side, it has a top, bottom, and the, the center. It's almost triangular. Like there's something kind of almost like a trinity about a section. And I think that if that's why it works well as a symbol for me, because it it is um it's in the constant dialogue and like something that that um in Javier's paper on um, love as a tyrannical experience, he says that like no one is monogamous because there's always the third party of of, of you know, of love, I know love is always between I and you. And so that's what I guess I'm getting at is that there's kind of something conversational about that shape in a sense, because it is, um, it's almost recognizing that, you know, two people, like the center kind of moves up and down, like you're thinking about a suction cup pressing and unpressing, pressing and unpressing. It's almost like, the two people, one is at the top, one is at the bottom. 
and they have to kind of press into that meaning that that the third point the third point being like their meaning of for love their meaning for loyalty things like that so i guess what i mean to say is that they have to sort of press or be allow themselves to press into or like try to get closer to the middle of that you know whatever that is that they're trying to define together and see you know um you know, maybe I should say this, define can be limiting if you just say this is the definition. But if you do have the conversation toward definition, which is always going to be open and always going to be happening, the conversation will always continue. Then in that process, process of defining um, in the conversation, they actually, that's what kind of does the, the, the stick, right? Like if you press on the top and bottom, the center comes closer to the, whatever surface you're trying to adhere that suction to, let's just say in this example. And that's what makes it kind of stick is when the two sort of press together in a, in a kind of movement and conversation uh, toward whatever that is that they're trying to understand together. And it's actually not so much, see like they're, it's, it's just interesting because then like they both embrace the lack, right? The lack is a space between between them and they don't they don't make each other the suction cup they see that there's kind of work to be done in in understanding and kind of embracing and utilizing that lack and in utilizing the lack i think that's where you get kind of like um the suction takes place and the kind of um adhering if you will takes takes place so you know because we can't um we cannot be one another's lacks i think that's something javier mentioned in the symposium last night with thomas daniel on the philosophy of glimpses so you can't you you've got to work with the lack and i think when you work with the lack you can have more of the, the adhering so if if we see like defining or sorry I, I keep on using that word when i think that may be a better one but if we keep conversing about what the word love means or loyalty or um even goodness you know to have arguments about that which i think javier mentioned with uh adam phillips discussing how I, I might be wrong on that, but I believe he mentioned Phillips saying people should argue about what is good. Anyways, that, that when there's a conversation that's taking place, there's emotion, which kind of leads to the, the, the kind of unity or the adhering of that suction cup, if you will, if we're using this, this suction cup um, imagery here. Um, whereas there's a very 2D, very superficial, it's almost like trying to get a paper to stick to a wall. You know, it's not it's not so easily done, and it's not really cooperative. It's it's one point of 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 force that's that one that tries to adhere that paper to the wall, and that imagery is like when people already have a definition of love, and they're just sort of like plastering it on another person, or or trying to. It's like. Well, now you're not really working together in this kind of trinitarian, you know, you love and your and the the your partner or your you know spouse or or even friend. It's like you're just sort of plastering on this large definition, which covers over the other person and doesn't really recognize the lack. There's like no space there. You know what I mean? There's no there's no space you're working with, and then. The adhering doesn't even happen because the paper, you know, maybe if you're lucky because of like some sort of friction will st stay for a few seconds and then just like floats down to the ground. So maybe this would be better done in a diagram, but I'm just thinking the suction cup has the three points to sort of tr 
conversational motion aspect, the paper and the is like, you know, it's almost like you've got one person on a wall, you've got another person, you've got the paper, which is a definition, a, a, a concrete, unconversational ask, you know, definition of love. And then the other person on the other side, which could be some other, you know, uh, either a wall, another wall or a hand or whatever. That could be it. You could have one hand flat out, you know, just flat. Then you've got a piece of paper trying to stick to that hand that the other person is using with their hand to push onto it. And see, I think the thing is that that kind of in image looks very close because they're like really close to each other, but there's like this paper between them, you know, and so they're not really interacting with each other. They are, but they feel like, but they aren't. You know, you can't hold hands if you've got a paper between the two of them. There's no, there's no interacting, right? There's like pressure on each other. See, that's the thing. You're you're feeling the pressure from each other versus feeling the pressure from the lack. You know, a lack is a nothing that does something to you. You feel it, right? That's why I think suction is such a good thing, imagery, because you feel a suction. You feel a draw, right? And we can't let people be the pressure we feel. We need, we and we will see glimpses of that that suction through people and in people for certain that's inevitable and actually a great thing to see those glimpses, but they are not the ultimate source of that. They are not, they are not, they, they are not the suction cup in this imagery, if you will, right? They may have things about them that are suction cup like, um, but it's probably because they ultimately are themselves drawn in to to something that is like the, the the capital B beauty, right? The 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 beauty that is responded to, not possessed, right? So we shouldn't feel the, you know, it's like, and the thing is, I think a lot of times in this imagery of like the hand, the paper, the other hand, it's not going to. It only like it, it's it only stays if you keep pressing. So I think that's why a lot of times people think like conflict and drama is like, well, that's good. Like we're, 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 that means like we're, we love each other and like we're in a relationship, but really that just could mean be like pressure, like a burden, right? Whereas when you are, when your pressure is more so you pressing toward the greater, whatever, love, beauty, goodness, truth, whatever it is you're seeking out together in the suction cup imagery, the pressure is actually only going to adhere you more, right? In that, you know, if you think about a suction cup with a center point pushing and and the two people, like it's a very interesting thing because it's actually, you realize in the end that it's actually the, the beauty that's pressing on you and you're allowing that pressure to happen. And you're both allowing that two people in a relationship are allowing that pressure to happen to them, you know, from the the, the lack, right? The lack, that space between the suction cup, the beauty, love, goodness, whatever it is that, that's at that center knob, if you will, of the suction cup that pushes. And so <laughs> the pressure comes more so from that, the lack, which is the beauty, which then leads to the fulfillment. And that the, both people sort of feel a, a unified sort of draw or, you know, again, suction, um, by that greater, greater um, entity—not uh, really entity, but but greater—I mean, it's hard to, to put into words—but the greater thing, the greater beauty, the greater good, the greater truth, um, that which is like you feel that there must be something kind of bigger and 
and there must be something that is able to be responded to. And the great thing about the responsibility stuff that Javier gets into with the, the beauty is lack is that that's a responsive thing. You're responding to the press, right? And it's almost interesting because like we think about it for being like just the paper. What's interesting in that imagery is because if you just go back to the paper imagery, you know, when people are just pressing on each other, but they're not really touching, there's a paper in between them and they're trying to get their definition to adhere. You know, they've got this strict flat definition of love. It's almost like they've got the press, like the printing press. And I mean, obviously we're all about words and writing and there's something very wonderful and very good about words and writing and, and a printing press even. Um, but that can get people into trouble when they fixate so much on the press, the printing press, the words as they are um, kind of like presupposed, you know, in a strict definition, in a strict text, you know, they're not linking about thinking about all the space around it and, and therefore all the possibilities, right? So anyways, the, the section is more of a dialogue um, and you almost more so write that story with one another um, instead of having something between you, right? With the, with the paper analogy versus the suction cup. Um, the, the, the 2D, if you will, if we just wanna make it simpler, the, the 2D, the flat versus the three, three dimensional of three dimensions of the su suction cup. And a lot of times like the flattening, the tyranny of the image comes from the 2D. You know, this flat paper, press, print, image, right? That's where the, the tyranny can sometimes happen because it's plastered over the other person. You don't actually see them, right? Whereas in a suction cup or the suction analogy, it's, um, it's, um, it's 3D. It's, it's usually translucent actually in a lot of suction cups. And the thing is, you know, suction cup, you know, won't say, well, that has an end point too. Well, that's true. In the metaphor, though, too, it could just be the, the active suction or a, a kind of like a vacuum or like the mouth, the mouth can suck, you know, in or out um, inhalation. And that's what's interesting is like a lot of times if we think about biological suction, it's there isn't there's something kind of inhaling about, you know, uh, respirating about um, about suction. And it really does come from the mouth, which is where our words come from, which is which is funny because it's these words, you know, and these, um, these words, which we have to kind of leave more open, like our breath, like the ability to breathe is open, we just sort of forget it, you know, and we kind of go, you know, maybe just because it's easier to hold a piece of paper, instead of be pushed um, by a suction, right? Like we don't, we kind of feel more in control to hold, right, than to be pushed, uh, or uh, held right or held by carried by by this capital B beauty or you know um, and I didn't really distinguish that very much with lowercase B beauty and capital B beauty but the, the beauty that would which is for being responded uh, responded to and with um, so these are these are my thoughts um, there might be more later on suction <laughs> but there's just so much there like I said when it comes to the mouth mouthpiece you know there's we suck in air and exhale it there's there's something that is endless about that there's like a there's a capacity in our lungs right that maybe is finite in a sense but it's also complete but it is never complete because you're always breathing again right um 
but it comes and it goes, right? Our breath comes in and comes out, but it relies on it coming in and out and in and out. Um, and that's where it kind of ties in with the philosophy of glimpses. You know, it's it's just kind of fascinating to me that it's that it's really the the kind of um, allowance for the the pressure and release, pressure and release, pressure and release that actually kind of creates a greater bond often uh, between people, maybe between even one a person and their own self. Then it is the flat, you know, pre, pre presupposed types of definitions or uh, that those things which are able to be held and sure, you know, and kind of concrete uh, when you try to hold those things for what, you know, it's like they just escape you actually, you know, it's exhausting because you have to continue to hold those things. And yet it's not ever, you know, if you're constantly holding some definition of love, you're not holding the other person, right? You're not like really, like we said, the paper is still in between the two hands. They can't really interlace. They can't really interact. So you 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 have this kind of illusion of holding, which is so strange. It's like you really feel sure that you're holding on to something, but you're not. You're not at all. Um, and there's almost like more of an ability to hold when you let go, right? Uh, to embrace the other person and be held, you know, like allow yourself to be held too. So anyways, I'm going to stop there. Um, this was a little all over the place, but I'm thankful for anyone who decided they would like to listen um, and hope you all have a good evening.